Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. And Unsign says, hi, Howard, regarding Sona, did you see how Ramaphosa kept on laughing at himself, saying, you liked that, didn't you? I, I actually didn't understand that, and it in a way offended me, because... What was that? He, he, he isn't Trevor Noah. And at times it might have been difficult to understand the difference between what was comedy and what was real. But he was playing to his audience in a very strange sort of a way. You liked that, didn't you? He said. And then he's holding his, says, I've got my pen ready to sign it. I, 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 it, was, it, it was weird. It didn't, it certainly wasn't very presidential in, in, in approach. Michael Bagram is a South African politician. He's a Labour lawyer. Michael, a very good morning to you. How are you doing? Michael, can you hear us? I can now. Thank you. There we go. Uh, Michael, did you watch, were you present last night or did you watch it remotely like the rest of us? I wish I watched it remotely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> from your lips. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, so you were there. I got pins and needles, so I got cramp. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had every ailment man can think of. How bad was it? I mean, it was bad enough sitting in my living room watching it. No, no, it was awful. Absolutely awful. At first you thought he was joking, and then you realize, hold on, this is not a joke, this is a nightmare. And then finally you just wished you were dead. <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, he still spoke about the, the, the train. You remember that? Yes, yes, yes. The, 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 bullet, the bullet train. I was quite excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. Is that going to take I us mean, to the smart yeah, cities well, with, with all of our electricity because load shedding's over? Correct. I mean, yeah, well, it's going to take you. I'm not prepared to get on it because yeah. it'll break down and I'll get mugged. <laughs> but... The what was the reaction? It was hard to tell from where I was watching if if people were incredulous, if it was laughing at him, laughing with him. There was almost a bit of a. I got the sense that there were times that it was a bit manic. The responses. What was it like to be in that yeah. audience? Well, obviously, there is an enormous amount of support for him from the ANC ranks. That, that's always a given. But even I'm sitting there, and I was right next to an ANC group. They were giggling when he mentioned the train. They, they laughed when he said, we are growing the employment. They were laughing at him. Um, this is the backbenchers of the ANC. They, they realized that, hold on a minute, this is just all electioneering, and this is nonsense. And, I mean, you could hear the howling from everyone else. Uh, one of the uh, benefits of uh, keeping the EFF out uh, was that it actually ran on time, or they mm, spoke mm. longer than he could have. Um, but, you know, halfway through his speech, I actually started longing to have some entertainment, and maybe yeah. it would have been better to have the EFF there. <laughs> yes, it's, um, like, it's like a half-time show, you know, where... You know, in, in yeah. the, where, where you have a bit of entertainment coming your way. Was there, any, oh, well. was there anything of substance in it? Because to me, it was either delusional or deceptive, maybe even both. 
it was very hard to tell what they when he actually believed the rubbish he was speaking and when he didn't when he knew openly when he knew that he was trying to pull a fast one well i i think he he's not a complete fool no so he must not. have realized that a lot of this is just electioneering uh, you also got to take into account he had flu and you could see that he mm. was sweating quite mm. profusely mm. Uh, it, it, it's quite a bad flu he's got. I don't know why he was even there. But the bottom line is he was telling us what the party had put together. It's not. It wasn't his speech. He didn't write that. Mm, mm. And he was reading it. I mean, you could see he was yes, reading it. Yes, I saw it, it on it the monitor. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't make any uh, aside remarks at all. He went through what he was supposed to, what he was supposed to say. And it was, I mean... This is the problem with a sonar on the cusp of an election uh, when, in fact, the party knows that they threatened their, their own polling is calling them at 42%, so they know that they're in real trouble. And the natural partner for the ANC is the EFF, and the natural partner was out of there, and they hate Cyril with passion. I remember, he was the one that fired Malema at the disciplinary yes. hearing. Mm, so, mm. uh, there's no love lost, and it'll never. So even if they do sign a pact eventually, that pact is not going to last two months. So well, they know that they have th a threat, and that's a major threat. It's the first time since our democracy. Um, and it'll be exciting, because even if the ANC with partners manages to edge in, Parliament will be a vastly different place all the portfolio committees, which is the engine room of politics, the engine right. room of our future, um, is going to be taken over uh, by a DA um, a grouping. Uh, it has to be because, first of all, the ANC MPs very seldom pitch. And when they do, they don't partake. Now they're lucky in that they still have a 54% majority in the portfolio committees, so they can pass everything. Come... June this year, they're not going to have any majorities in any of the portfolio committees. So we we in for. I think we it, it's it's a glow. We in mm. for a future, good future for this country. I don't see it as a bad future, and I strongly believe that whatever happens now at the polls, it's going to be a, a sea change, um, and we must be positive about it. Let's work towards that, and of course, every single vote does count. Doesn't matter who you vote for, as long as you don't vote for the EFF or the ANC. <laughs> Just go and vote for one of the other parties, Absolutely. and and it'll work. It will work. It, it's something that, you know, obviously it's something that we've got to work at. 100%. It's going to take a good ten years to bring this economy right, but we've got to start somewhere. I live here. I've got grandchildren in this country. They're going to be living here, um, and I, I like this country. I want it to work, and it must. And this is the chance we've got now. We've got a, a fantastic chance. Um, they're making it as difficult as possible for voters to even come out. I mean, this whole business with foreign voters, mm, um, mm. expats, um, they just, we're going to have to go to court to be able to ensure that people are able to register and go and vote. I mean, they're saying to everyone in Australia, for instance, You've got to go to Canberra to vote. I mean, they're not going yeah. to. Well, they will make it as difficult so as possible. We've got to make sure that there's yeah. a polling station in Sydney, in in every single city, because we've got 
tens of thousands of South Africans there that probably won't vote ANC because that's why they left well, in the first place. Exactly. I think, and they know that too. Those votes are not going to go Correct. ANC or EFF, which makes it well, more, more difficult yeah. for uh, for the ANC. And they're going. that's why they're going to make it more of a challenge. We do need to leave it there. Michael Bagram, uh, there were other subjects we were going to talk about, but this was just too relevant and too interesting not to talk to you about that. Uh, hearing Michael's view of Sona, he was there last night in, in person, and uh, we were just hearing his impression of it. It's 8.31.